This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where tonight the Houston Astros take on the Cleveland Indians in game two of a four-game series. Indians took the series opener 2-1 to yesterday. Garrett Cole pitched well in the loss, giving up two runs over seven innings, striking out ten. George Springer had a home run. But the Astros saw their two-game win streak come to an end, while the Indians have won back-to-back games. Astros 15-10. and 10. They're in second in the AOS, half game behind Seattle, while the Indians are 14-10. and 10. They are tied with the Twins for first place in the AL Central. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Colin McHugh getting the ball for the Astros today, coming off a rough one his last time out against the Rangers on Sunday, but it's been good otherwise. Yeah, it seems like every starter's had one blip on the radar as far as their starts have gone, and that was McHugh's, I would imagine, and we've talked about it and we've heard little hints about maybe not being able to get a real good grip on that cool, windy day in Arlington, and we know that his curveball and slider are so vital to his success, so hopefully that's the case. He gets back out there and becomes Colin that we've seen for the last year and a half. Meanwhile, it's Corey Kluber on the mound for the Cleveland Indians. 5.88 ERA through five starts so far this year. A bit of an uneven start to the year for him. It has been. You know, in the last couple of starts for Kluber, haven't been good at all. He's given up a lot of earned runs, a lot of hits, uh, some homers, which he usually uh, is one of those types of pitchers who can alleviate uh, the long ball from the opposing teams. But he's been getting hit, hit around a little loopier on his breaking pitch. Now, he struck out 17 batters in two starts against the Astros last year, and he's one of the hardest workers and one of the best at making adjustments uh, along the way. So we'll just have to see if he rectifies what's going on with him right now. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models, official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Colin McHugh has been really good here at Minute Maid Park. Last nine starts at Minute Maid Park, a 6-0 record, 1.39 ERA, and you know, you know this as a pitcher, Steve, so that that level of comfort and, and confidence can can really go a long way for a pitcher. Yeah, a lot of times the, the players don't know those statistics that, that you just said, but they have a good feeling when they walk into the ballpark feeling like, all right, I, I pitch well here. And I think it's, a lot of it has to do with the controlled environment that you get at Minute Maid Park. Usually the roof closed, and uh, you're usually going to be able to rely on the same type of feeling day in and day out. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros reliever Joe Smith working his way back from Achilles surgery. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back. And if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. 
Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. 2-2. That's hit sharply and caught by the second baseman, Kipnis, going to his right. And that is the ball game. The Cleveland Indians take game one of this four-game set, defeating the Houston Astros by a final of 2-1. to one. We'll talk with A.J. before his second game of a four-game series with the Cleveland Indians. A tough-fought battle mm. yesterday. A, kind of a rare pitcher's duel, but in every every sense, both those pitchers, Bauer and Cole, were on, on the money, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, nowadays it's so much about hitting, and we still snuck in three homers between the two teams in a, in a game that had eight hits. Yeah. So that still shows you where the game is today, but... Both pitchers do very well. Um, you know, obviously we had a, a few more opportunities than they did because Bauer walked, I think, six guys on the night. Uh, but we couldn't quite push anything across. Had some weird plays, had some some near misses, and, um, and ultimately lost by one. So tough game to lose, but but proud of our guys at how we played. And you can still, still take solace in the fact that you guys <laughs> hit the ball hard. We were looking at some of the exit velocity numbers, but right at people. Yeah, we, that's I mean that's silver lining I guess and helps us for tonight that we're gonna you know we're swinging the bat fine we didn't get a lot of hits but um, I've always said at the end of the day you either win or you lose we lose and we got to get on to the next game but um, had some opportunities hit some ball hard hit some balls hard and 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 didn't get enough to show for it. One last thing about yesterday's game: George Springer's home run. Two-two, breaking ball, pop to left field. Get out of here! Get way out of here! Long home run for George Springer, his eighth of the season, and ties it up at one apiece. That was a hanging breaking ball lined under the train tracks. My goodness. Uh, I think he got every single bit of that one, though. Mm -hmm. From where you were sitting uh, in the dugout, what did that look like? Well, most guys, you know, we have there, there's an opinion on the roof being open all the time, right? Uh -huh. So is it is it hot, cold, the, the, the wind, the ball carry, ball doesn't carry. When you hit the ball out of the stadium, I think people <laughs> love that the roof was open just yeah. to see that clear the tracks and and he crushed it and, and obviously was a you know was a um, you know kind of well timed hanging breaking ball for him and he'd had some really good swings and um, I just wish somebody would have been on for it. You know when we're talking about George Springer from time to time, one thing that we're starting to notice is the helmet's not flying off anymore. Have you noticed that? Yeah, he's under control and I think his he's in a good place you know physically to. Um, to, 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 to operate at that 90th percentile, that 95th percentile, the extra 5 or 10 percent um, gets him a little bit out of control. So he'll still go down to his back knee every now and then when, he's, when he swings hard. And, uh, but it's not as wild as it, as it used to be, and I think that's why you're seeing um, you know, some good things behind the scenes. You're seeing the contact be better. You're seeing him keep the ball low, which mm -hmm. in an era of launch angle, which is important, we still want to hit the ball hard on the line. He's done that a, a lot this season, so I, I like where he's at. I think Brantley's rubbed off on him in that regard. Yeah, well, routine-wise, it kind of smoothed him out a little bit. And, and, you know, I think having a plan, um, when you have a plan, you have to execute it. To execute it, you got to be under control. And I think right. that's it's all connected somehow. Coming into this game, both pitchers have struggled in the last week or so. Corey Kluber, Colin McHugh, what did you see with Colin his last game? What's he need to do? He just didn't have feel for his pitches. You know, and, and if McHugh can't spin the ball and, and land his breaking ball, he gets in a little bit of trouble. Um, <clears throat> and so hopefully today... 
you know, he'll, he'll have a better feel for his breaking ball. This is a team you can throw a lot of breaking balls to. The curveball is going to be important for him. The slider is going to be important. He needs to elevate his fastball against his left-handed hitting lineup. And if he has feel for those pitches, then the, then the hitters have to respect um, his stuff across the board. If they can zero in on one or two pitches, or, or worse yet, eliminate one or two pitches, it's advantage hitter. Corey Kluber's given you guys a lot of fits. You guys have gotten him a couple of times, but his last two games coming into this game hasn't been Corey Kluber-like. Have you seen anything with him? Yeah, a little, little down tick in velocity, which you know impacts his movement and impacts his his effectiveness with his hard slider. He's throwing a lot of cutters and. Um, you know, we are sending a lot of right-handed hitters up against him, which is going to be, you know, it's our everyday lineup. But in, in general, um, you know, it, it makes him have to have to pitch inside. If he, he doesn't like to throw the ball inside to righties, he likes to stay away. Um, if he does that, that kind of goes right into our strengths out over the plate. So we'll see who, who wins that battle. All right, last thing. So if there's no dietary constraints and you had all the ingredients, what's your perfect sandwich? My perfect sandwich with some sort of barbecue. Um, I'm kind of what a kind simple. Of bread? Um, well, I, I kind of like wheat bread. I like the um, pulled pork, mm -hmm. heavy on the sauce. Yeah. Uh, a few pickles in there to give yourself a little bit of texture. Uh, an extra dipping sauce on the side. No onions? No, no onions, no, no extra stuff. I want meat and, and bread. And do you make the, the bread a little crunchy on the outside for that little if you crunch? Can, if you can toast it, that's like yeah. the best case scenario. There you go. All right, that's AJ Hedge. Good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Joe Smith working his way back from Achilles surgery that he had this offseason. And first of all, Joe, uh, where are you at right now in your recovery? What, what have you been doing? Well, we've been doing a lot. It seems like now we're doing a lot more sports-specific stuff, starting to move, like some agility, running on the Ultra G. Uh, my throwing's getting to a point where now I can like work on some things, and um, so now it's getting kind of where I'm getting that itch to get back out there, as opposed to you know sitting on a training table and doing like manual resistant exercises or something like that. We're actually starting to move and uh, feeling pretty good. So hopefully we just continue down that same road that we've been down, and everything keeps going well. So you're not throwing off a mound yet, but are you able to like? throw like with your normal motion or are you just playing catch no no yeah we're throwing normal i haven't thrown off a mountain yet but um you know we still got a while like i feel as if i could throw off a mound mm -hmm. um which is a good thing but you know there's still a bunch bunch of hurdles along the way that uh my arm's ready my body feels good doing that stuff but as far as movement wise you know if i have to field my position or something like that is uh, i'd probably be a little suspect right now so <laughs> We got to get all those out of the way and, and make sure I can move and do all that, and then we'll we'll ramp up the throwing as needed. How is it for you watching these games, not being able to participate? <laughs> On the road, it's really boring. It's hard as an Astros fan, you know, when the right because you don't travel. Yeah. yeah, I haven't traveled and. Man, now I feel the pain of the fans when your whole division is on the West Coast and games are starting at like 9 o'clock, 9.30. I'm like, it's hard to stay up that late. Um, but it's good. I get to listen to you and Sparky and uh, try to watch it in different ways. But obviously when the boys come back, man, it's just so much fun. Just uh, you realize how much you just miss it, you know, uh, just being around the guys and grinding every day. Like that's the fun part of it. And just sitting here and, and watching people play, man. They're, we've got such a good team. and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch them take the field every day. I just can't wait to join them. Taking on the Cleveland Indians in a four-game series this weekend, you spent 
five years with the Indians, longest time you spent with any team that you've played with. Got there in 2009 in a, a trade from the Mets after playing two years there. And September call-up that year was a guy by the name of Michael Brantley making his big league debut late in that 2009 season. What were your first impressions of Brantley? What do you remember about him those first few years in Cleveland? Yeah, he was real quiet, mm -hmm. and um, but he was always a good dude. Um, I remember I used to give him crap because he'd always he either hit a line drive up the middle or he'd pop out to left. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? Let's go. You're a strong kid. Like, <laughs> uh, but obviously, you know, that was just his first September. Heck, I think he still hit 300 in that September, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, man, to watch watch him, how his career has just grown, and it, it's unbelievable, man. You you never. I mean, I don't know. Just seeing him getting better through the course of the year. We were talking about it uh, last night with uh, Marcus Simeon and how he worked with Ron Washington every day but just kept working even though he was in the big leagues. It's just cool. And then all of a sudden his errors are basically non-existent anymore. But, like, Brantley working. I know he works a ton with his dad um, as his hitting coach, and he has his whole career. And But just the development and watching him go from a guy to hit 300 um, and then all of a sudden to start developing power into that swing yeah. uh, and hitting 40-plus doubles, hitting 20-plus homers, and still keeping your average there. There's not many guys in this league that do that, and um, I'm glad to have him, man. It, it, he's so much fun. We hung out a ton in those five years. Uh, a lot of card games, a lot of dinners, and uh, it's good to have him over here. And, man, it just, I mean, it just makes our lineups so deep. It's unbelievable. It really does. Of all the teams you've played with in the past, are the Indians the one you identify with the most just because you were there the longest? Probably. Because, um, you know, when you're there, I was there for five years. I was talking to Michael yesterday about, hey, how you feeling? He's like, man, I feel weird. Like, he was there for 10 years. Like, if you play 10 years in this game, that's a blessing in itself, much right. alone. Like, how many times do you see nowadays one guy play – for a team, one team for 10 years, and uh, I, it had to be awkward. He said he got the jitters out early, though. He's still got a couple knocks, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just we, everything's different when you walk into a clubhouse, you know, um, and you've been with people that know you, people that have helped you get on the field. and It's it's a strange feeling, but, I mean, that organization's unbelievable, man, class acts. I love my time there. I love my time here, though. It's a, a lot of similarities between these two organizations and the group of guys. Your wife, Allie LaForce, a uh, television sideline reporter, works for Turner Sports and busy right now with the NBA playoffs. Do you make a point when you can to watch the games that she's working? Yeah, I, I'll turn them on. I try to stay awake for them. They're even worse. Yeah, with You the know, West with Coast, the time yeah. zones on the West Coast and games starting at 10 o'clock because everybody makes the playoffs. and It's crazy. But, uh, no, I watch. Man, I, I've... Got, I like the NBA more now that like kind of I'm invested in it and before I kind of after Jordan left I think a lot of people like I was just like eh the NBA is but uh man that league's come back strong you know it, they make it fun to watch and especially come this time it, it's amazing what those guys do on the floor just when you when you watch them play it's night in and night out it, it's absolutely crazy how good they are I wish I was 6'8 I could play <laughs> basketball <laughs> you know that would have been so much fun but no, it's fun. She's having fun with it. She loves it. Um, so all's good right now. Joe Smith, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you back out there. Thanks, Robert. No score. Top of the second one out. Pleased to be joined 
by Twyla Carter, Executive Director of the Astros Foundation and Community Relations, to talk about a, a really special event that's coming up on May the 9th, the Safe at Home Luncheon and Style Show. First pitch to Jake Bowers is fouled off behind home. First of all, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Twyla, whenever you have a style show, do you, do you omit my invitation right off the bat with the I, style show? I thought you were going to be our first model. <laughs> <laughs> You're not at first? I oh. will not be the first. Man, check's in the mail. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a, this is going to be a great event for a great cause, isn't it? Absolutely. We're really excited for our inaugural uh, luncheon and style show, and it's safe at home and shining the light on domestic violence. So we're, we're really excited to uh, bring some awareness to this important cause. 1-1 one, one to Bowers, and that's a swing and a miss at a high fastball. And the Astros' wives and girlfriends are going to be involved. Yeah, we've got the Astros' wives and, and girlfriends, and uh, Tootsie's is going to style it for us. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get any better than that. So, you know, we've got – and actually – uh, surprise, we've even got a few children participating. Awesome. Yeah. Here's a 1-2 to Bowers, and that is at the top of the zone for strike three. Bowers goes down looking, third strikeout for Cole. So you talk about the this trying to support, shine the light on domestic violence. What, who are some of the organizations that are going to benefit? So uh, we partnered with the Texas Council on Family Violence mm -hmm. last year, and we've got 16 agency partners around the greater Houston area, anywhere from AVDA, Aid to Victims of Domestic Abuse, uh, Houston Area Women's Center, uh, Bayer Turning Point, Family Time Crisis and Counseling Center. The list goes on. There's 16 in our region, our greater Houston area, all the way to Galveston, Montgomery County. Wow. It's, uh, it's pretty wide reach. Roberto Perez takes a high strike, nothing in one. If people want to support this or, or go to this event, what do they need to do? Um, well, it's pretty easy. Okay. Send an email, foundation at astros.com. Foundation at astros.com. So can you go to the Astros website and, and navigate through there? Um, it is on the website under community and foundation and events. And okay. It'll bring, it, bring you right to us. All right, fantastic. Spark, you'll be modeling. Uh, and that's... Nope. The fans would could only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're selling tables. Never mind. <laughs> so folks can email foundationastros.com if they want to get a, a table for this luncheon. Absolutely. We've got some tables left, and we'd love to sell some. Pitch misses high. It's 1-2 and two to two Roberto Perez. So we're talking with Twyla Carter, executive director of the Astros Foundation and Community Relations. And just such a such a great event and great to have the the players' families involved in this, too. Yeah, you know, the they, uh, wives and girlfriends are, are anxious to help us in our community efforts, and this seemed like a really good uh, good, good opportunity for them and for us, and so we're excited um, to uh, see what we can do. Little dribbler in front of the plate. Chirinos picks it up and throws out Perez at first base for the final out. Again, how can folks get involved? That email address again? Foundation at Astros.com. Pretty simple. All right, that's the Safe at Home Luncheon and Style Show, May 9th at 1130. Styled by Tootsies will be at Union Station. Certainly hope you can join us. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 